1: Welcome, welcome everyone. I am excited about today's show and for those of you that have tuned in for the very first time, I love to welcome you into the show today and uh, gosh, um, for first timers, uh, just a little sort of um, quick, uh, I guess I would call it a little bio of who is Lisa Bennett. Well, I'm a space whisperer and that really is the energy of me having uh, the ability to communicate with spaces uh, and spaces actually to communicate with me and this has been in my life since as far as I could remember as a little girl. My earliest memory was age three and so when I walk into a space uh, it immediately there's like a download of information that I get. and. So the the cool thing is it's like a muscle that i've um built up over the years i'm also have this capacity that i don't actually have to physically be in your space to be aware of what's going on in your life and so over the years i have been able to show people through various things, how they can shift things in their life through their spaces. So if you're asking for more money, more relationships, a business, um, greater health, moving, selling, buying, um, you know, adding another space to your life, all of those things uh, are all incredibly available to us. And so... I really invite you to just listen in, and I've got uh, over three years worth of, of radio shows that I've talked about everything. And gosh, I could I could talk for days, <laughs> years about spaces. And so, uh, I have created a class that I facilitate around the world called Creating Conscious Spaces, and I also um, consult whether I do it through Zoom or Skype. And or, uh, go into people's spaces and adjust things with them. Uh, and when I say adjust, it's, it's, it's a really just showing people how to adjust things, uh, energetically. And they may have, um, some things that they would like to do physically to their spaces. I'm not the answer. I'm just what I call the conduit of, um, gifting people take take off their blinders and actually see their spaces, perhaps for the very first time. And people are always saying, I'd like to know what you see. And so if I can be that person for you to show you what you may or may not be seeing uh, and take off the blinders, change the lens on your glasses uh, and actually see things for the first time that you may not have uh, gifted yourself to see. So Today I am talking about doors. I have a thing for doors always have. I love doors and when I travel around the world I take photographs of doors and I have hundreds of photographs of doors, uh different styles, different um uh whether it's wood, metal um and uh just just different um materials that doors have been made from created from uh and there's some really unique doors out there in in the world so first of all what I'd like to just share with you which is kind of fun for me is what is a door and and what is a door in defined as in a dictionary that you may or may not um, be aware of. Well, it's a movable, sometimes it's solid. It's a barrier for opening and closing an entranceway, a cupboard cabinet. Commonly, it turns on hinges or slides in grooves. So, when we look at um, an entranceway to a home, we enter through a door. We enter through something. And oftentimes, as we approach a door, there are different ways of gaining access into the structure beyond the door. So we look at doorbells. We look at door knockers. We look at uh, perhaps uh, knocking on the door itself. There could be bells, there could be uh, an alarm system that's set up that uh, acknowledges that somebody's coming to the door. There could be now camera systems that let people know electronically through their computers or their security that you're approaching the door. So everywhere that you have looked at doors as, how do I gain access to this space or or with the other side, do I require a key? Do I require punching in a code? Do I require a combination of is there more than one door and so do you get the energy of just this just the structure of having this door it's It's a defined opening that has to give access to you through this space, this doorway into the other side and at times you can see through it. It can be made up of glass. It can be made up of wood, metal, a combination of. It could be a double door, a single door. It could be a huge large door with a mini door uh, located inside. And in many uh, historical buildings, there were actual doors that were people doors. I call it a people door, a smaller door within a larger door. And the larger door was to actually have carriages, horse-drawn carriages to come through uh so that you actually um it was it sort of had a duo purpose. So how many of you out there have enjoyed looking at doors, noticing doors, or have never really looked at doors and noticed them. You just looked at them as a means to an end to get into from one direction to another. Yeah. So so the the fun thing is is when we when we actually look at the the energy of a door, some doors can be welcoming so if you have let's say you have a door i'm just gonna I'm, one solid door one color and it it might be um blocked with bro- you know broken down um uh garbage cans or pots or trees falling over, and you have to sort of dig your way through the door to find the door. When we have blocked the entranceway to the door, we're actually blocking the entranceway of the main artery, the main energy flow to that space. Now, some people like to hide their doors. So how many of you are hiding from whatever it is you are avoiding in your life. And when we have that energy of hiding, fear, uh, being hidden, I'd like to hide my door, I don't want people to find me. Well, when we're hiding, we're actually also cutting off our ability to receive from money, where we're not receiving from future relationships, future businesses, future jobs, if you have this challenge or difficulty or maze that you have to get through and and to find the door, how do I get into this space? How do I get there? Do you get the energy of when we're when we're having this difficulty to find it, we're actually creating more challenges in our lives so are you willing to let go of the challenges and start to actually clear the space prior to even getting to the door so that people can find you and and if you have more than one way of getting into the space are you aware of all the different places that you can actually create what I call side doors back doors ways to escape and not actually have a one single entranceway into your home. And when I've worked with different people that have different doors, sometimes they go, well, I have a door for the servants or for the help or for the staff, or I have a doorway for the kids. When they get home from school, I don't want the kids to come through the front door because of their muddy boots, so they come in through the mud room, or the dogs have a dog door, or uh, there's there's different doors for different services or different jobs. So, would you be willing to acknowledge that when we have this one? beautiful door that's the main entrance to our home, and you have everybody coming in the side door, everybody coming into another door for fear of making a mess, dirting up, creating uh, whatever that energy is that you've determined is not going to keep your place perfectly clean organized so all you control freaks out there that are leading everybody to your side door would you be willing now to start having people honor your space by coming through the main entrance now that's cool if you have a doggy door if you have your kids coming home from school and they've got muddy boots or snowy boots or whatever that is that they come in through the kid door that's awesome but when we can acknowledge that we have our visitors, our guests coming through the main entrance, you're actually honoring your space. And it brings a different it's it's like throwing out a beautiful red carpet, a welcome mat to your guests. If they're always coming in through the side door, it's sort of like, well, you're not that important. You're you're the kind of friend or or person that We don't have to go through the formalities of you coming through the front door. And so it's, it could almost be perceived as the familiarity is also one of not perhaps honoring that person like you did when you first met them. So, do you know how we talk about in the past, we've talked about honoring our relationships, honoring the people in our lives? What if we could honor them every day as though they were the god or goddess of our life and and actually honor them by having them come through the front entrance walking in there there's that do you, do you get the energy of how their posture and their body is going to shift and change when you say "Welcome, welcome to my home, welcome to my office, welcome to my space." As opposed to having, oh, here, just go inside door. Um, I'll leave the door open. Uh, you know that. You know the routine. Just drop your bags and your shoes when you come in. Do you get the energy of how that is? Sort of like it's like a sidebar. It's an energetic. Oh yeah. You know. You know this situation. It's almost turning you into not honoring your space by utilizing your front door. Our doors are one of the it's it's okay if the two things that are utilized on an ongoing basis within our homes day in and day out are our doors whether it's a garage door our front entrance door um doggy doors and our toilet seats they go up and down constantly so if you can imagine the traffic flow with our Doors, would you be willing to utilize our main entranceway to our spaces as often as you do with the toilet seat? It's opening and closing, letting kids in, letting kids out, meeting the mailman, meeting the delivery man, meeting friends. Uh, So there's an energetic flow with our doors. Wow. (laughs) We never know which way this radio show is going to be getting uh, or or, or going to go. So it's it's first, it leads to the inside of something, a house, a building, or another structure. It serves as an entrance and an exit to other rooms. It's a passageway between rooms. So we have doors within our homes. So the main door of our home or our spaces or our buildings, the main entranceway is usually... A solid door that has insulation or something from the extremities on the outside, from the weather patterns. So that tends to be a heavier door. Our internal doors within our spaces tend to be lightweight, uh, tend to be um, uh, oftentimes in modern homes, you will have a door. But you might actually leave your doors open 90% of the time, and the only doors that we're opening and closing, perhaps, maybe, be our bedroom and our bathroom doors for actual privacy. Otherwise, a lot of our, our modern homes today have doors more as an option if required. So we might have doors that slide away into the walls, like a pocket door. And it's literally like a pocket that goes into the wall, so it's hidden. You can have doors with glass internally, so it lets the outside, uh, sunlight in, and it still continues to give you privacy when required. So some people utilize those doors between dining rooms, uh, between kitchens, so that when you have a dinner party, you can actually slide the doors closed and then have that more of that intimacy within the uh, entranceway. So we're just tapping into a little bit about doors. When we return from our break, I want to talk to you a little bit about the historical meaning of doors, the symbolism behind doors, and how a lot of that is brought forth into our modern building uh, today and how many of us are still drawn to historical designs, historical colors and what is the symbolization that might be hidden that we're drawn to that we might not be aware of. But if I bring it up, (laughs) You might go, wow, I've never heard of that before. So when we return, we'll talk more about the uh, gift of doors and our spaces. You're with Lisa Venets and Infinite Energies.
0: Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Welcome,
1: welcome everyone. So something that I wanted to share with you that's kind of fun and, uh, <laughs> uh, that is as, as I have, uh, played with doors around the world and, and literally walking down, I love to walk down little side streets and I get pulled, uh, To walk down different streets when I travel. So, you know how people, when they're uh, driving on highways, they want to get from A to B, so they take the highway because guess what? It's the easiest way to get there. And why wouldn't I want to go the fastest route? Well, I've never been that kind of person. I'm the one that gets in the car and goes on uh, a little bit of a road trip. I, I look for adventures and I love to go on different uh roads, uh take side roads uh that get drawn to different places and I'll just share a funny story last night I I went to visit my daughter and <laughs> it's funny every time I drive to her place I seem to go on a different route and there was this one road I turned on. I went, "Oh, I remember being down this road and then I looked at this laneway and I ended up driving down a laneway to get to her home. And it was sort of like, ooh, I found another direction, another cool way of getting to her home. And I kind of laughed and I, I get there and I went, oh, I found a whole new way to get to your place. It was so cool. <laughs> and she's just like, oh yeah, okay, mom. So, Are you willing to be adventuresome when you travel around the world to also be that way with either driving or walking to get pulled to different directions and so one of the one of the things that those that have known me over the years know that I have a thing for red doors I always have I I've been drawn to red doors and and uh, many of my homes I have had a red door my last home had this beautiful I, it was like almost a hobbit door it was beautiful, solid red extra wide um heavy heavy handle on the front and it had a round window in the middle um uh it was it was absolutely gorgeous and it was sort of a deep um, red that uh you know we went went back and forth until I found the exact red that just spoke to me. Well, the cool thing about red, and I'm just going to give you a little bit of history, is that it dates back to the Old Testament that red was actually symbolizing. Now, for those of you that have a a weak stomach, it symbolized the blood of a lamb. So slaves in Egypt would cover their doors in the blood of a lamb, and it would symbolize their obedience to God. Wow! And so, when the angel of death would come through Egypt to kill every firstborn male, the angel would pass over the homes that had blood on their doors and not kill the firstborn male. That was the sign of God's covenant with the Israelites. So, some churches still paint reds on their doors to symbolize the um, that that that. If sacred and holy. So other churches can paint their doors red with the idea that it's protecting them from evil spirits. So it's it's like when you walk through the doors of this space, this church, this home, everyone behind that red door is considered protected. Now that's a fear buying into uh, the symbolism. But it's kind of fun when we look at the sim- symbolism uh, in different Sort of historical practices. Now, if you move forward, in the early American tradition, a red door symbolized that this was a great place to rest and stay. So people didn't necessarily put signs out and say, hey, this is an inn or this is a place to stay. But if they saw the red door, that was visually, they could see that through the fog that the strong color red was actually symbolizing for people that this was a place to stay. During the Civil War, this was considered a safe home. Homeowners in in Scotland, if their house or their front door was painted red, that meant that the house was (laughs) mortgage-free. How awesome is that? And in in China, Red is considered a, a strong and, and auspicious color. So on a yearly basis, for those that practice, uh, uh, feng shui, they would paint their doors and repaint their doors a red coat of paint. And so it's, the bold are actually what inspires people to be drawn to different, um, Spaces. Now, Albert Einstein had, uh, had bl- sort of a, a blind spots visually. So his door, in order to find his front door, was painted red. So how many of you even had the awareness around just one color on a door? That that actually had that one particular color had so much behind it. So, yeah, kind of cool, kind of cool. So, when we talk about uh, going through a threshold, or if you think of the uh, marital traditions of people jumping over, and I know various... um, uh, religions have the couple, they they stomp on the glass, they jump over the threshold, they jump over um, cloth into the threshold of their future. There's a symbolic way of envisioning that if there was a door, you're jumping into the future, you're jumping forward. So how many of you are willing to jump forward, go through a door that you've never gone through, whether it's symbolic, whether it's actually a new door, to a possibility of a greater future, to something new, a new choice. Doors create choice. When we are willing to open the door, unlock the door, force the door, push the door open, whatever that is for you to get to the other side. If you've determined that there's something greater on the other side of that door, you are going to push your way through that you are going to find every way to get through that door knowing that there's something greater on the other side if I told you and there was a door in front of you and there was 10 million dollars on the other side of that door you would find a way to get through that door if I told you that If you went through that door, there was a drop of 10,000 feet and you opened that door and you fell to your death, (laughs) there's a different energy. There's a different energy beyond that door. So how many of you have actually been apprehensive about approaching a door, a change, a shift? And somebody said, here's the key here's the key, I I invite you to open that door and you paused and you went, no, it's okay, I'm not going to go through that door. How many of you have been gifted so many keys in your life to unlock doors of possibilities, choices that you chose not to, to actually walk through, to unlock, to open? If we looked at all the keys that have been given to us, the different codes of, of, of creation. So here's the magic code. If I give you this code, one, two, three, four, that's the secret code that will open that door. And you said, no, no, it's okay. How many of you have held back? What are you holding back from? What are you not willing to create in your life going forward? How many of you have been Keeping yourself safe, staying on one side of the door, whether you're on the inside of your home and there's a door that you just aren't willing to open. How many of you have closed doors in your homes and don't walk into a specific room because of, oh, it was where uh, somebody died or there's a weird energy in that space or it's my storage room, so I put things in there and I close the door and I lock it Or whatever that is that you've determined within your spaces, within your homes, within your businesses, that door is always locked. It's not left left open. There's an energy about whatever's beyond that door, I don't need to access it day in and day out. It's in a safe spot. It's whatever that is for you. So doors are barriers that we have created within our lives. Doors can also be openings to possibilities of places that you haven't yet been willing to go. So do you get the energy of whatever side of the door you've chosen to be on is the energy of what you're not willing to receive or you're actually blocking yourself from or protecting yourself from? Wow. (laughs) So... It can be an exciting new potential. So when we open the door, how many of you have had that curiosity when you see a door slightly ajar, slightly open, that you want to peek around the corner to see what's there? I know how many of you as children had that curiosity. So are you willing to be curious to see what's beyond the door? What if there's a window or a little mail slot How many of you have opened up or gotten on your knees and peeked through the mail slot to see what's on the other side of that door, to see if someone's home? I know you have. And how many of you from within a home have a peephole that you look at first before opening the door to see who's on the other side? Do you see how we've cut off our awareness of actually With all the windows, all the security, we're actually not aware if I open this door, is the person on the other side actually someone that is going to gift me something that would contribute to my life or is there somebody what we've determined is not friendly, not kind, not nice, and I'm not going to open the door to them. Wow. (laughs) I'm a curious person. I, I have a sense of curiosity. So, what is beaconing you or beckoning you or rolling out the red carpet for you on the other side of the door that you're not willing to open up, that you're not willing to look through, that you're not willing to welcome into your life? Because we, when we have a block, that is, is is the door, the barrier. We're actually, when we choose not to open it, we're actually not willing to transition from one energy to another. Doors are a transition energetically from one space to another. They're an energetic transition from one, whether it's an emotion or an awareness or a sense. It's It's, from one space to another wow so are you willing to to have your door as this welcoming opening up whether it's a double door a single door Uh, if your doors hinges are creaky would you be willing to add a little oil to it your doors are speaking to you in so many ways and so If the door hasn't been used on a daily basis, the doors might start locking up. They might be challenging. They might be difficult. So how many doors in your life have you stepped away from? Have you determined that it's somebody else's problem? They'll have to deal with it. So how many of you have passed the buck to another person? Well, the door is not working. It's challenging. It's a problem. Um, I'll just go in the side door. And so you actually are ignoring what's directly in front of you. So how many of you are ignoring your gifts, your capacities, whatever's going on in your life, and you're choosing to use your side doors? You're choosing to use your back doors, and yet you're not willing to go through the main door of your life. So everything that that's bringing up, I'm going to invite you to let it go. Just let it go. And be willing to take off your blinders and start acknowledging what's directly in front of you. And look at it as a gift. And how many of you are not willing to be the change that could be the change for changing the energy around that door? Go out and get somebody. Hire somebody. Bring somebody in. So whatever you're waiting for, for somebody to come into your life that's going to do that, what if you could be that conduit, that connector to gifting that door, whatever attention it's asking for? When we can start to gift our our main entrances to our life in all areas of our life, that main entrance, that main door, when we can gift the entrance to actually acknowledge it and honor it for what it is gifting us in our life. That's when things shift. Whether you're in a rental or you have uh, purchased this home, that is the doorway into your life. So be willing to shift things. So on that note, we're going to have a quick uh, break. And when we return, you're with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies and we're talking about doors today.
0: 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
2: Ever wish there was an easier way to change any aspect of your life? What if there is? And what if it could be as simple as communicating with your physical environment? Global Space Whisperer Lisa Bennett works with clients all over the world to interpret and translate the language of their homes, offices, and physical surroundings in order to create clarity, freedom, joy, prosperity, and so much more. Learn more about the latest Creating Conscious Spaces workshop and other upcoming events
0: To participate in the program, please call US 815 880 8255 In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can send a question or comment to Lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. Now back to the program.
1: <laughs> I I have to tell you, I'm so grateful for everyone that joins us. Uh Live or whether they're choosing to um uh listen in in the in uh after the fact with these uh great shows and I have to tell you in the chat room I just read the funniest thing. Uh, one of uh, my producers, Rhonda, said that her mom made her believe that harlots and whores had red doors and they equaled houses of ill repute. And as a girl, she loved red doors, but she stopped loving them based on that point of view. So how many of you have bought into other people's points of view about what a door means, what it, uh, a certain style of door? Um Oh my gosh, I think... That <laughs> It's, it's so funny how we can buy other people's points of view about specific things with our homes, with our spaces. And, you know, we buy into what is the latest trend through Architectural Digest or any of our, our inter- world of interiors or whatever design magazine you're purchasing. Hey, they're great. They have great information. There's a ton of really good information in any every one of those magazines. However, what I'm going to encourage everyone out there is to have an awareness about what you energetically get drawn to what lights you up. So for me, a red door is just got this really yummy, active energy for me and it's like hey yeah you're you're gonna find my space because guess what I have the red door it's the one door that will stand out amongst all the other doors that choose to blend in so are you willing to stand out in life with whatever dynamic color you choose yellow gold bright intensive green whatever that is Are you willing to be the one that stands out in your life and have an entranceway that says, hey, I'm here. I'm willing to receive people coming to the door, energy coming into my life, uh, relationships, money, whatever that is, uh, strong health. When we have the energy of that strong color. And we have the entranceway lit up with good lighting, uh, plants that are welcoming, uh, foliage that are are manicured. That entranceway to your spaces is the one that people are going to find when it's hidden, when it's a door where we can't even find a handle, the entranceway. And I mean, there's some really cool doors where you, you literally have to look for the, the handle or the doorknob. It could be hidden in the wall. It could be hidden in the door. Um, and that's fun. It's cool. It's sort of like what I call like getting into the bat cave. There's a mystery around it. Uh, so where are you being mysterious with your doors, with your spaces? It's Doors are are the... Entranceway to an exciting new potential. So, when we open the door, it's the block that was standing before us is now removed, and we're free to move forwards. We're free to cross the threshold into something yummy and new. So, how many of you are willing? To walk through your door in a completely new way, how many of you and i've I've watched this happen are willing to change the color of your door, rental or not speak to the speak to the 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 person that you're renting your space from. Are you willing to change things up? Are you willing to invest in the main entrance of your home and a lot of people go well yeah, no, I have to do this in, uh, on the interior. I have to fix this in my kitchen and this in my office and I need a new computer and I require this and da 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 Well, have you ever imagined that when we actually look at the doorway into our life, our main entranceway of our home, there's this symbolic energy there that when we can shift that, paint is not expensive, guys. When we can shift the energy of our door What if that's going to gift you, I look at it as a domino effect, for all the other things that you're asking for in your life? And I know we had a couple of years ago, I had a lady um, in Ireland, she's become a friend of mine, uh, who ended up shifting the color of her door, got on a scaffolding and did some changes. She was so motivated to shift and change the energy of the exterior of her home and i've watched her blossom in so many areas of her life so are you willing to to acknowledge the energy of your door and and in europe we have um uh, they have guardians that are painted on doors they they love their knockers there's if if you touch doors that have um raised um Carving into them, and they might have lions, they might have tigers, they might have um, raised um kings, queens, uh, different um gothic. Uh carvings that have been put into the door, it could be the entrance way that has the the artist has has carved in his name or her name and the year that it was actually created. I invite you to honor those doors and utilize those doors. Wow, and how many doors are you letting close in on you? Wow. Okay, so all of you that are letting the doors close in around you, or hiding behind your doors, or not having people access your doors, are you willing now to 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 look at the energy of your door from inside? So even those, and if we look at what I call cookie cutter homes, where you have uh, you purchased a home, and it's everybody in that particular uh group, whether it's a condo, a town home, um a certain uh style of builder, he puts the same style of door in his homes. well, hey guys, you can change your doors. it's not expensive. You can invest in getting new doors for your home or removing doors. So how many of you have removed doors and you've looked at opening up a space where you actually have, there was a door perhaps between the living room and the dining room or the dining room and the kitchen. While you remove the doors, do you get the energy of how all of a sudden there's a new flow, a new energetic flow within your space or you have glass and now you have light going into the room. So I have glass. I, I've changed some doors in my home where I've added doors with glass and it might be glass that I call uh um it's like got a milky foam on it so or a film on it so that it's actually, it it lets the light in but on the other side there's still privacy so it's like a privacy glass so you don't actually visually see what's going on beyond. You can just see perhaps shadows but you get the energy of the, the, the sunlight or the moonlight coming into that space. And so, yeah, um, doors are... Doors are the opening to a new beginning. It's also a way out of a space. It's a it, it's 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 the future. It's what comes ahead. A closed and locked door can represent dead ends. So how many locked doors do you have or broken doors or doors that are hanging off their hinges whether that's a cupboard door or a door to an entranceway. If you have a cupboard door that's that's hanging off of its hinges hinges, are you willing now to shift it, change it? If you're not the fixer, then find somebody in your life that will actually come in and shift and change it. So everywhere that you've turned this into oh, it's so difficult. It's it it's challenging, it's hard to find somebody it's costly. When we've determined that it's hard, it's difficult and it's costly, you're actually already putting that energy out to the universe that the only people that are going to come into your life to do any fixing of doors that uh, that are are going to shift the cupboard door on the hinge that they're going to be costly and it's going to be expensive and it's going to be difficult and so it's not going to be fun for you. So what if you change the energy and said, "So Ask the question: What would it take for someone to come into my life that would like to contribute to changing the energy of that door, making that door so easy to open and close, so easy for the locks to be shifted and changed? So I had a, a lock on my main entrance of my door that was actually it stopped. It was a, it was an electronic code, and it was it stopped working. And so for a couple of months, I just just went, oh, that's not it's okay. It's winter time. I won't be going through that main door. And so I kept going through the side door. And then I was like, you know what, that's actually not an honoring of the space. My door is talking to me and I'm ignoring it. So how many of you have ignored or chosen to step away and not actually listen to when your spaces are having this conversation? And hey, just because I'm a space whisperer doesn't mean that I don't sometimes ignore things. And then it can turn into something even larger or greater. So our houses will continue to knock on our shoulders and tap on our shoulders. And eventually, they'll sort of push ourselves on our shoulders until we actually are willing to listen to them. So... Would you now be willing to to acknowledge all the times that your houses have been speaking to you or or your spaces have been speaking to you and actually go, okay, I hear the whispers. (laughs) I'm not ignoring you. And yes, I will acknowledge it. So the cool thing is, is that I brought uh, the, the locksmith in and we shifted the lock from the front door to the back door and and put a newer lock on the main entrance because that was the one that I was using all the time and the one on the back door it's great it's fine he did a little tweaking and stuff and he said clearly it was getting so much use that they needed to shift things up and we shifted the locks and and he gave me something that was way more conducive and in alignment with what it was requiring for the activity that was coming and going with my front door. So are you willing now to acknowledge that if you're increasing the activity into your spaces, increasing the activity into your businesses, and oh, okay, so how many businesses are are going through some challenges, are are what I call stagnant and There isn't this free flow or constant flow of, of business coming into your, into your life. I would, I would encourage you to look at your front door of your business, your front door of your home, and actually step outside, and even if you don't visually see it initially, because you're walking past it all the time, step away 20 feet, take a photograph of it, And then do the same thing from the inside of your house. So if you have an entranceway, step away a good 20 feet, as far back as you can go, and take a photo of it. And then with that photograph, blow it up. Look at all the details and actually see what it is that you're not willing to see that if you shifted it, And it might be so obvious to someone else, but you might not have seen it. And sometimes what I find is when you take a photograph and then you step and you look at it as though it was in a magazine, as though it was uh, promoting your space for going on the market to be sold. It's so funny because I find when people say, oh, I'm selling my house, all of a sudden they invest all this time and energy and they start to create this magical space and they clear the clutter and they do all these things. And it's like, well, Why aren't we doing that every day, honoring our spaces on a daily basis? Uh, If you're dropping, it's like if you took your clothes off in your bedroom and dropped everything on the floor, where is that being honoring of the space? So if you're doing that at the entranceway of your home, dropping things, sort of throwing things down, not hanging things up, not finding a a space for your purses, your keys, your mail, your um, kids' stuff, and it's just all getting thrown around, shoes, boots, coats, hats, mitts, gloves, whatever that is, scarves. Find everything, when we find homes for everything, that's when our spaces really start to gift us, and we're not walking around with blinders on. Wow. Our spaces truly are gifts to ourselves. Our doorways are transitions and passageways from one place to another. Sometimes it's a short transition. Sometimes it's a long hallway. Sometimes it's many doors that we have to walk through in order to get to where it is we're desiring. So are you willing to transition from one door to another? Are you willing to... to, to see the gateways, because there's gates as well. So where we can actually look through the gate and see what's on the other side. Even when we have a closed gate, we still see what's on the other side. We can see what's beyond a gate. A doorway can provide a little view of what's on the other side when it's closed. But it but are you willing to acknowledge that it is a transition and passageway from one energetic space to another? So when you walk into the doorway of a hospital, that's an energetic space. When you're walking into a party of someone's home, you know when you open that door there's a party going on the other side. So you happily approach that door. You happily walk in through that door. Not often people run through a uh, um, a hospital door with this energy of, ah, I'm so excited. Unless you have a newborn, (laughs) then there's that energy of running through that possibility of what's on the other side, that newborn baby, that newborn uh, gift that's come into your life, that new birth. So are you willing to walk through doors without having a set point of view about how to be with that door, how to be... uh, with that space we can fuse energy into our doors and all the energy that has been that has been left on that door from the previous occupants whether they're alive or whether they're no longer with us or they're no longer part of the business or have previously lived there uh, or worked there are you willing to acknowledge that doorway was their entrance way for them choosing to leave or choosing to come in and, and not buying into all of the energy and all the trauma and drama of what that was infused on that door. So everyone that joined me today, I'm so grateful for those of you that, that chose to listen to what style of doors are you drawn to? I know from now on that you're going to look at doors in a completely different way. Thank you for joining me. You're with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies. And if you wish to get a hold of me, you can check me out on Facebook at Infinite Energies or Lisa Bennett, or Lisa at Infinite Energies. Uh, you can email me and um, I look forward Thank to you Thank you for choosing you to there.
0: listen to the Infinite Energies radio show. Lisa Bennett will return next Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Lisa loves to connect with her listeners. Email her at lisa at infiniteenergies.ca or find her Infinite Energies page on Facebook. We look forward to having you join us again to share the changes you have begun to make.